Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back here to Bases Loaded here on Schmow Me The Money, our weekly baseball show where we just talk all things baseball. We're coming down to the home stretch so the season starts. Season starts this upcoming Thursday, April 7th. We will be previewing the American League tonight. Um, we did National League last week. Um, if you want to go ahead and give that a watch, we would appreciate that. Um, if you don't have the time, if you go to our Twitter, basically you'll see what we talked about. We gave a uh, divisional preview, like in terms of records and um, and who we think the playoffs may be. Um, so yeah, make sure to go ahead and check that out here with my boys, Chris and Blake. Blake, we got your league tonight. You're so excited. Like I'm so excited. Hey, new thing now. Let's bring it back. When when Brandon says show me the money, let's do the Johnny. Let's cash it out. Let's let's cash it out on show like me it. the money. Like let's cash it out. Okay. Dude, no, guys, I am so excited. Uh, you know, um, we talked to NL, which had a lot of meat on the bone like yesterday. But yeah, like I mean, you guys are NL, I'm AL, you know. Um it's kind of weird how it's gone back and forth the past couple of years, you know, because the AL was so powerful and so dominant for so long. And now the NL, the last two years, it's just like come out swinging, you know, and a lot of the big free agency signings, you know, have gone from just those three power team thresholds to a majority of it. And now we're going to see the floodgates open, obviously, with Universal DH. So I'm really excited, you know to see that rule in place across the board and kind of give some of these hitters like a longer career and a longer, uh, you know, where they want to go, basically, you know, if they want to stay on a more of a national league town or division, it's going to be something to really look forward to, but man, I'm amped. I I'm really looking forward to having some baseball next, next week. Yeah. And, and Brandon, you say it's Blake's division or it's Blake's league. And it really is. Cause what are we talking about? Back to back to back to back to back <laughs> like somebody's got to dethrone them eventually right it's like it's like they're they're coming in five times five yeah. times i think the there are a few teams that they have the talent to do it but winning in october is a completely different animal than winning between april and september like let's go see A's. Every let's go A's. <laughs> let's go A's. you know the let's one thing A's. though that i'm gonna piggyback off of chris his comment right there is yes Astros five times the ALCS. Is it a heartbreaker to not shut a lot of these people up and have 2019 slip away from you in the heartbreaker last season, you know, with a, a really hot Braves team. But what I really am digging going into this, this season is with the fact that you've done it five times, I really feel like the media is overlooking us. And it's not even the whole sign ceiling scandal or anything like that, but people are overlooking our pitching depth. And I really like that this clubhouse of veterans that has done this five years in a row is going to have a chip on their shoulder going into this season instead of feeling like they're the team that is the beat right now. Yeah, and, and I know we'll touch base on the, the West last. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, like I think the Astros are kind of a sleeper because there's been so much excitement in the AL West, and we'll, we'll touch on that more. But, yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see, see how they come out of the gates. Yeah, uh, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we're going to change things up a little bit here, but first I want to give a shout-out to uh, Kylie. Thanks for stopping by, Kylie. I appreciate it as always. Ravens online on uh, gatekeepers. Uh, thanks for tuning in as well. Appreciate it as always. 
We're going to start with the Central Division uh, tonight, uh, just because there's a lot of the Central Division literally to be honest, really only has one team that people really are even caring about, and that is the team from the south side, Chicago White Sox. I would say that it was one team during the lockout, and once the lockout ended, another team made a lot of moves, and while they're not at the same level yet, this is definitely a two-team division, and it's it's the White Sox and it's the Twins. I think the Twins did, did a lot to to bolster their offense. I mean, they've got some exciting players and uh, Carlos Correa and uh, Byron Buxton. So it's you know it's 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 going to be really interesting to see if the Twins can make a run this year. Yeah, that actually is not who I think is going to finish in second. I have a hot take there. I think it's I have the a hot take. Yep. I think it's going to be the Tigers. Yep, I'm I'm have... I'm actually going to piggyback on Brandon on that because I have the Tigers in at second as well but i'm going to tell you this right now chris is absolutely right the twins one through nine is absolutely a hitters like one through nine but you're telling me that sunny gray is your ace okay sunny gray is your ace there is no pitching there and for a team that only had one month out of the season last year that was above 500 it was huge for them to go out and get pitching and relief pitching and they completely dropped the ball on that now I know it's a hot take I think it's a lot closer than people think with the Tigers but I'm gonna put a what if factor on there and I don't think AJ Hinch lets the Tigers not swoop in and trade some of their prospects to bolster that starting pitching rotation right there for the Tigers yeah. One player, though, I think to watch out, though, for on the Twins is Joe Ryan. Um, yeah. He had a pretty solid second half of the year last year. So he's definitely someone, uh, an up-and-coming pitcher that I definitely have my um, eye on there. Um, but this is the White Sox division to lose. Uh, they actually made a trade this past week. Uh, traded away. I just can't believe they made this move. Uh, Craig Kimball uh, goes to the Los Angeles Dodgers for A.J. Pollock. Mr. A.J., I only play 60 to 81 games a year because I'm always hurt. Well, I think the reason why they did that is because a lot of people forget that they have Kendricks, obviously, but then they signed, they signed Graveman at the end of the year or at, at the beginning of the lockout as well, too. So um, I really feel like, you know, Let's face it, they saw Kimbrell, okay? Kimbrell came into spring training. So I kind of feel like, you know, they knew that something up here was off. So instead of having to worry about it all year, they're like, let's deal them. You know what I mean? And, I mean, we saw it firsthand. They look smart doing the deal. Kimbrell gives up two home runs his first appearance with the Dodgers. So it's almost like the Dodgers dealt uh, Cal Jensen – but then got him back in return, you know, in just a different form and a different pitcher that looks like a gremlin when he's about to warm up. Okay. Yeah, I, I will say to to speak on a Brandon's like little backhanded comment about AJ Pollock and his injuries. I mean that that is one factor that you have to take into account for the White Sox this year. Eloy Jimenez played what fifty five games last year. Luis Roberts played sixty eight, and Yasmani Grandal only played ninety three. So staying healthy is going to be a very important thing for this White Sox team this year. And that wasn't the only trade the White Sox made this past week. Uh, they did a catcher for catcher trade. 
getting Reese McGuire uh, from Toronto and sending Zach Collins to the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, so we'll have to see. Like, it's literally just backup catcher for backup catcher there. Uh, so we'll see how that moves, uh, plays for them. But, like, Chicago White Sox on paper are definitely the best team in this division. That infield is pretty solid. Jose Abreu, Jose Abreu, Josh Harrison, Tim Anderson, and Yoan Mancata with Gavin Sheets probably potentially being the uh, DH there. Right. That outfield is extremely crowded, though. Right. Like, yeah. there's only going to be three spots. There might be four. They, I feel like they don't have, like, a number one DH. They'll Like, that will be one spot that will kind of rotate. There'll be a platoon at a DH, which you don't really see that much. Um, so we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, but no, definitely think, uh, White Sox there are the I team think, to be. I think the biggest thing that they need to be aware of is obviously they got rid of, you know, Rendon. He's, he's gone at starting pitching. And then what, a couple of, like, literally a couple of days ago, Lance Lynn is dealing with an injury, and they don't know how long he's going to be out. Yeah. Um, I think Lucas, I saw, like, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Lucas Giolito had a rough outing last year, but kind of figured it out, you know, at the end of the year. Um, I, I really think that um, that might be something to keep your eye on in the first half. Uh, but obviously – just like Brandon said, you know, not only do they have a crowded outfield and a crowded bullpen that they could deal, but they do have prospects that they can deal. Yeah. So look for the White Sox to be trade happy come trade deadline. Uh, there has also been a recent trade made here in the AL Central. Uh, the actual return player has been announced. Tigers acquire Austin Meadows from the Tampa Bay Rays for Isaac Paredes and a competitive balance round B pick in the 2022 MLB draft. So it only adds fuel to our Tigers prediction right there. Yeah. Like I'm like, this just adds to it that I think they're going to surprise some people. Well, and, and one team we haven't even talked about, and, and I know we on paper, you're just not sure what they're going to do, but the Cleveland guardians. I mean, yeah. we, we talked about pitching and that's a team that has five really young, talented starters. They've got Shane Bieber. They've got Cal Quantrill, Zach Plesak, Aaron exactly. Savile, and Tristan McKenzie, uh, all yep. young guys. If they can stay healthy, I mean, pitching dominates the league. So if you can, if you can get good starting pitching out, you can, you can win a lot of games that way. Yep. And, I mean, they, they still have Jose Ramirez. He hasn't gone anywhere. We've got Fran Reyes and Ed Rosario. They've got some bats in that lineup, too. So yep. look out for a team like Cleveland. I think they could surprise a lot of people this year. For sure. Tristan McKenzie, man – I. I talked about him before you even came on the show, Chris. But you know, yeah. he came. He up, had that like he had that one game where he was just, yeah. he was just like, killing. Yeah. And wow. then last year, I went and saw the team formerly known as the Indians play the Astros, and Tristan McKenzie pitched that night. Altuve homered off of him twice. Jordan homered off of him twice, and they literally sent him down the next day. Okay. That did a lot of good for him, though, because they brought him back up a month later, and he finished out the year strong. He's 24 but years old. He's still absolutely, super young. Absolutely. So young. And he's a string bean, dude. The guy is literally a bean pole, but <laughs> so much velocity on the ball. But Chris nailed it on the head. You know, you've got guys like Shane Beaver that can bounce back. Now, I need to see Shane go in – past July and be the pitcher that he is at the beginning of the year. But please, Zach, I'm a huge please, Zach, 
uh, fan. In fact, there was a rumor for a while when Leno was here that he was trying to trade for him, and I was very, very interested in that. But, yeah, uh, Chris is right, you know. I kind of struggled going back and forth on these uh, predictions on where to put people, actually. And I actually have the Guardians and the Twins with the same amount of wins in this division this year. Um, are, are we going to mention the Kansas City Royals? I was about to say, the only other team we haven't really discussed... Zach Greinke. ...is the Twins. Um, I might watch them ever so often just to watch Bobby Wood Jr. Like, I yeah. feel like that is the only reason to watch to watch the uh, Royals and then maybe every so often try and catch a Zach Greinke start. I feel like this is his farewell season. That's why he went back yeah. to uh, Kansas City. Um, it's going to be an interesting discussion to have about Zach Greinke. Is he a Hall of Famer? Um, hmm. I don't like spur of the moment thinking. I don't say automatically. <clears throat> I think it's going to be on who else is up for it that year when he is up for the Hall of Fame. Um, Greinke has had a very has had a very good career. He's um, got so, 219 wins. So. so yeah, he like he's been really good. He just <laughs> I can't believe his second season with Kansas City he goes five and seventeen. Like he had a stretch from like 2008 to like 2019 where he was one of the top pitchers in baseball. So he had for like sure. an eight year stretch where he kept getting getting double digit wins was a probably at least a top 15 p- uh, pitcher and all on major league baseball. I just like, it's not an automatic yes, but it's not an automatic. No, it's more of a, I would have to sit back. All right. Who else is up for the ballot that year? Put like, take a look at their numbers all together. I feel like him as a hitter is still one of my favorite things. So like he, he yeah. loves to hit. Um, he was I didn't wanted... personally enjoy him hitting, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I'm going to say dodges. one thing. I'm going to say one thing. You cannot leave one of the last pitchers to record a hit in baseball. Period. And that was that Grinky. He should make the Hall of Fame just for that. Just for that. He was the last pitcher to get a hit before the Universal DH. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I. Kansas City um, probably is going to be in last place there. Uh, hopefully, the hopefully they trade for Eric Hosmer halfway through the season so we can get rid of him you and can go home and everyone. You freaking what? You want to get rid of that man so bad? You'll do hey, anything. Hey, if he hits well, I'll be his number one fan. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lose any sleep saying goodbye right, to that man. Yeah, like is he there? All right. So, uh, Nat, uh, AL Central uh, pr- uh, predictions. I have Chicago White Sox winning at 88 wins. I have Chicago White Sox winning 87 games. 87. I'm going to I'm going to really shock you all here and I'm going to say the Chicago White Sox and they win 90 games. But my question is for the first time since 2005, will they win a playoff series? Uh, it has been 17 years since they've won a playoff series. Which was is their insane. last playoff series when they won the World Series against the Astros? Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Is it a win if you get the bye? No. <laughs> Just joking. I, so, I was like, good point, but no. <laughs> no, that does not count. 
So, no, I, I mean, I don't know, dude, because, dude, um, I don't see them. It's very hard because I don't want to give away my other picks, but if if my team in the East can stay healthy, I, I think that they're going to have the one or two. The Yankees, and, right? And I, honestly, I don't see my Astros not having a first-round buy unless it's just catastrophic injury failure across the board. Um, now, saying that, though, um, it all depends on who they match up with. But even with that, I mean, with how hot the AL is going to be, um, I, I could see them fumbling again, you know, and I could see them just continuing the uh, the court, the curse that is involved, in, obviously, in the AL Central division. You know, I mean, we got to bring up the Twins if you're going to bring up the White Sox as well, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, I, Who wins a playoff series first, White Sox or Twins? White Sox. Yeah, sure. How but, great would it be if they play each other? Someone's got to win. Right. Well, and, I don't and that's think... a very interesting thing this year with, with the buys and just like if you're in a division where like we talked about, we talked about the Twins, we talked about the Guardians, and you guys have talked about the Tigers. Like if you end up having these four teams be very good, you're beating each other up and that could cost you a first round buy. So it's just, it's this interesting caveat this year that we're going to have to get used to about the buy and how impactful that could be because who I don't think you're going to want to run into a wild card team because I, I figure if a team wins one of those wild card spots, they're coming in hot. So it's you, you just it's it's one of those interesting caveats that I can't wait to watch unfold this year. Yeah. Uh, one final question on the central: Is Carlos Correa on the Twins by August first? That's on exactly August. what I was about to say. No. <laughs> it's like, Carlos yes. that's like that's like the biggest the like: season. Will no. he be there? No, he's gone. Period. There, the, he's going to be traded has... back to the Astros. No, he, he's we already he's not welcome the, anymore. <laughs> we already have welcome. the shortstop of the future. We have the write it down AL Rookie of the Year, Jeremy Pena. Lock it already down. They already engraved the trophy on it. We're not even yeah. going to miss Correa. But moving on, Correa will not be on the Twins after the trade deadline. If he is, he's opting out. He's gone. The Twins are not dumb. They're going to pay him just to get some people in the seats when it's 40 degrees at the start of the season up there in Minnesota. And then they are going to get pitching return on him, and he is going to be dealt it to the highest It was a two-year deal. And, For or, sure. Or was it a It's three, three years. years. Three years. Three years, he has, and he can he opt out after the years. Only time. But I will say, we'll I will say not, on, not only is he on the team then, but uh, they are competing for a playoff spot at that time, and then no they, they will be in the postseason. No way. Uh, but I mean, they're going to lose their playoff series. On top of all that, on the, I in the say, contract, I win. in the contract, guys, he has a 16-deal incentive in the contract that he cannot be traded to, and he's already named those six teams. Was one the Astros? I don't care. We don't need them. Oh, I was just – I was asking. That was just more – No, they goal. actually haven't said it, obviously. Oh, okay, so, okay. So, I think that's in between, obviously, him as his agent and in the front office of the Twins. But, no, I'm with Brandon 100%. Correa has dealt, um, period. I don't see the Twins. I would laugh if it's, like, June 15th. I'll laugh so hard. <laughs> For sure. Like, like so they're, like, 10 games out of first place by then. Um, so, we'll have to wait and see there. But – Quick and dirty, uh, yeah. give me the rest of your, um, your I would I would love it if some like the Tigers are one team I'm going to keep my um eye on because I feel like they're like they got Javi Baez. Like they got Javi Baez. I felt like that was a good signing for them. Um so I'm just gonna keep like I feel like they're 
they're going to be one of those teams that uh, surprises some people here in 2022. Um, east to west, gentlemen. Let's well, I was going to go through the rest real quick. Because I'm going to go oh. twin. I was going to tell you the, the the numbers real quick. I got I got Tigers at 80 wins. I got Ooh, Twins okay. at 78 wins. I got the Guardians at 78 wins. And I have the Kansas City Royals, even though a lot of people don't think they're going to be competitive. I still have them as a 72-win team this year. It's not bad. So, so you don't think the White Sox are going to win more than 90 games, given off what you just said there, that everyone else is going to be sub-500 in the division? No, because I think that they're going to have injury problems again, and I think that the front okay. half of the starting rotation this year is going to creep into the second month of the season for them, 100%. Yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting uh, to watch there to see some of these takes we have here on our first two uh, episodes. Um, are we close? Are we not? It's always great to uh, look right. back on. Um, but I say we go to the East. Um, there, so the East, um, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what we get out of there. You got some solid teams. You got the Blue Jays who seem to be all in Blue Jays are all in right there. Um, so I'm very, uh, very excited, uh, to see how that goes. Uh, you also have the Tampa Bay Rays who seem to have been slowly, Slowly getting there. You got the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I think I think it's Blue Jays are bust. Like that, that yeah. I think that the talent they have on that roster, there's no reason that they shouldn't win. Like they got Matt Chapman, they locked him up to a, a two-year extension. They did lose Robbie Ray but they still have some solid pitching there. And, and one thing I will say about the Blue Jays, which is kind of insane to think about and something we have to remember, is they have not played a full season in Toronto since 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be home in front of their fans, and I think that's going to be a huge impact for them. So I, I think that's going to be one of the, those, those sleeper things. But yeah, like you said, like, spoiler alert, like, this is the team I think that's going to win the American League is the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I'm nice. with you. My honestly, I I think the Blue Jays it's 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 their division to lose. They gotta keep the the front half of the bullpen healthy this year. Um, Springer's got to stay healthy. Vlad, what like dropped 15 pounds and looks super athletic coming into the off season. Um, BGO has to make a step forward this season for that team. Um, yes. Guriel came out hot at the end of the the year for them. And uh, Bo just has to keep doing what he's doing at shortstop. But, I mean, Brandon said the, the number one thing, even though they got great pitching in the offseason, dude, locking up Matt Chapman is huge. huge. Uh, that was one of my favorite players watching in my own division play when we played the A's. But to, to grab him, dude, this front four that are in the infield right now, that is brutal okay vladimir biggio bachette and chapman like that good luck trying to get that ball to the left side like for sure uh, for sure chapman um but yeah i'm with you guys like the yankees really didn't do anything for me in the offseason i mean i know they got some more bats but it seems like that's just what brian cashman just keeps on doing which i love keep him there as long as possible because he does not realize that pitching is involved in the sport to win 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really all in on this Blue Jay team. But don't count the Tampa Bay Rays out in this division either. You never um, can. You really can't, Chris. And if it, what's crazy about it is, dude, what Chris just said is gonna just lift this Blue Jay team up. But dude, I, it's just year in and year out, this Tampa Bay Ray team always puts out a decent team and they just cannot fill the, fill the stadium over there. It just blows my mind that baseball, you have so many great prospects that come out of Florida, but nobody goes to the games over there. It's, it's crazy to me that uh, this keeps on happening there. But at the same time, dude, this division right here is going to be so close. Uh, I know that we could just hate on the Yankees as much as possible on this division, but I think it's almost justified without it being a joke this season with how good not only the Blue Jays are, the Rays are, but dude, I really feel like the Red Sox can be that silent team in this division. Again, this season, uh, cell news getting broke today kind of backtracks my thoughts and my hot takes a lot on them. Um, But let's face it. They didn't have him at all last year till what two or three starts at the end of the season. Yeah. But that rib fracture really, really hurts them. And, I mean, he was went to go see a doctor today, and immediately the news broke that he was on the 60-day DL. So that's catastrophic pretty much for them. But you still got guys like Uvalde that pitched all season for them really, really well. And, you know, getting a guy like Trevor Story, you know, is huge for a team like that because, let's face it, in a town like Boston and stuff like that with the success that they've had in the past 15, 20 years, this is a team in a market that they are not going to rebuild. They are gonna, or they're not going to wait for a rebuild mode. They are literally trying to plug and play right now. Well, and, and talking about the Red Sox, I think one of the biggest things to them is to stay in it early because you're relying on guys like James Paxton and Chris Sale coming back like later in the season. So it's like just holding holding your spot. And it like you said, it's an incredibly tough AL East. Outside of the Orioles, like there's very good teams in that division. And uh, how much can Michael Waka and Rich Hill really help the Red Sox? And it's like they're, they're really – going to need some some decent starts from them early in the season to kind of help keep them in keep them in the bubble because I feel like there's going to be a lot of teams that are above 500 in this division so it's it's going to be very very competitive and entertaining to watch for sure yeah um I thought the the Red Sox offense was pretty good last year with everything they had they added Trevor Story like that like I think offensively they're gonna score run like they always score runs. Like Boston always finds a way to score runs. The left side of that infield is also really good with uh Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. Yeah, really like top. I Paul Xander, I would say is top five shortstop. Uh Devers is probably top ten third base. So who, who's play yeah. who plays shortstop? Xander. No, he's such a better defender than Tre- uh, Trevor's probably going to play second. And then they're well, isn't play- Xander hurt right now? Uh, I'm pretty sure Xander's day to day right now. Oh well, day. I mean, we're, yeah, we're I'm, I'm with you guys. Long term, long term. Yeah. Devers, Devers, though I think is I love him. Baby Scoops is what they call him, obviously in Boston. You know what I mean? But I, I, I've always felt that you know third base is so loaded right now in the major league. That I really oh, feel it's like ridiculous. That, that people forget about Rafael Devers, you know, and he yeah. is a crusher. But not only that, but, but how big of a guy he is. He is a heck of a defensive man on the third base for how big of a He's body. He's 240 he pounds. He looks like a first baseman, but he plays the third base position better than half of the 
the, the talent that is out there in this day and age. Um, and they got Jackie Bradley Jr. back. They got Kiki Hernandez, like JD. Like the way JD just studies in game and just studies film in general, JD will always be, I think, a player uh, to fear for uh, pitchers there. Uh, so I think Boston finishes third in the East. Um, no, I was I was gonna say I, I think the Yankees finished fourth. Oh yeah, I don't because because I mean you it's look not at pitching guys, look, like look at, again it's not Cashman. Pitching, but look at their lineup. I mean you've got guys Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Hicks, Donaldson, guys guys that like Hicks like hasn't had as many injuries, but like those are guys that spend a lot of their time on the DL in a season. Yeah. So it's like. You're relying on a lot of these guys mm-hmm. to stay healthy. Like honestly, like they're gonna wish they had Luke Voigt. Like I'm very glad we got him. Like I, I think it's a great spot. But he was a type of guy that would probably fill those roles in between while there's all these injuries. So it's it. The Yankees are such a fascinating team because, like you said, like they're the Yankees, so they're gonna try to compete and they're gonna try to win. But if they're not healthy, they are not gonna have a great year in New York. No, and I'm with you, like, real quick, because I feel like we're segueing and stuff like that. I have Blue Jays, Rays, Boston, Yankees, and the Orioles. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because Chris literally is on the same page with me. The Yankees have too much injury problems with their one through nine, but please tell me what their starting rotation is, absent of Garrett Cole. They didn't do anything. The middle relief is not there. All the guys that proved that they cannot do it in the postseason – are still there and are still the core of this pitching rotation from start to bottom. Heaven forbid that Garrett Cole somehow is out for extended extended time because what are they going to do? This Yankee team, year in and year out, fills in the one through nine, thinking that they can just homer their way through games. To Wrong spawners. That's what they runs. try and do. But at the same time, you know, you have question marks across the board, like, you know, I kind of feel like the same thing we've said about Sell the past couple of years with his injury. Are we ever going to see Severino come back? You know, it always seems like the media bumps up. Oh, he's back. He's ready. He's ready. And then, boom, his lower back starts hurting again or something like that. You know, Sev was a great pitcher, obviously, when he was healthy. But I feel like we, this is like going into year three, three and a half, that we still don't know if he's going to be on the mound or not for an extended time, okay? Um, you know, I, I don't know, man, like this team right here with the money that they have and just like the, the media that backs them and um, everybody keeps on hating on uh, Cashman, but I love it, dude. Like the, the biggest Achilles heel on this team is pitching. And what did they do all off season? They went for bats. Like it's not that hard to see where you need to improve at, you know? And I'm, even though it tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth, this Yankees team if you plug in at least two more starters, then we're we're talking a whole decent other, starters. You yeah, don't need like talking, top of the line. No, you just need no, a solid two middle and three. of the middle of the pack. Like if you got okay, let's let's rewind it. If you got a top, let's just say a top twenty pitcher as your number two, and then a top thirty to forty pitcher at number three, I would say that the Yankees are contenders. Okay, but they did not do that. You know what I mean? They didn't even go get a broken down guy like Kluber like they did last year. You know what I mean? They didn't do anything like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what? what is that front office thinking up there that they didn't even try at most? 
Uh, I just want to make sure we get this in. Uh, Orioles. Uh, Sixty-one. Have fun. Have fun, Baltimore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's brutal, maybe. Man. I. I mean, it's gonna be. It's so like I really enjoy watching Cedric Mullins play, hey, hey, and an the idea. whole story an with Trey Mancini is really great too. But that's yeah. about all I can say. I've got an idea. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have fun. Just like we're going to have fun. Like we said right before we came on, we're going to have fun with the A's and stuff like that. We're going to add the Baltimore Orioles to that, okay? And what we'll do, I'll even I'll, I'll even take this on. What we're going to do is we're going to have four teams. And after the All-Star break, we're going to see what the organization does just to get people to show up to games. So what do you think? Like if it's yeah, like dollar dog nights, or if it's nineteen dollar tickets, or whatever it is. No, that's what um, we're gonna do halfway through. The I season. have a friend that says uh, Baltimore, like the first month, has like four dollar seats just to get people to show up. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't 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 the your 100%. beloved Diamondbacks like making hot dogs for every team that comes in? This yes, year? Like, yes, yes, they are. Um, okay. I'm just very checking. intrigued to try the Padres dog here this uh, first week when I go on Thursday. So we'll have to see. How that goes, Dude, but I you gotta get a Dodger dog, man. You've gotta get a Dodger trash. dog. They are trash. As someone that's been to the Chavez Latrine multiple times, they are trash. <laughs> Chavez Latrine. Um, okay, I, I will. So, I will say really quickly too. Baltimore Orioles, sixty-three wins. Sixty-three. Okay, they're gonna get absolutely destroyed in that division. Just so they don't have triple-digit uh, losses. Yeah, like that. Are you sixty-three and ninety-nine? Yeah, I'm saying 60. They hit 102 at losses, um, and then I'll just go down. Uh, Are you so Brandon uh, can write so them down real quick? Chris, Chris said Baltimore. Hold up. 63. Uh, Baltimore is going to have a to really win. good golf round. 63. I think is what we're all, like was we're all saying. Blake, you say how many? 60. 60. 60. 60. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna be nice and say 67. That's very nice because, I mean, yeah, nice. if we're talking about the AL East being as good as it's going to be, where are they going to get those wins? I don't know. I just right. don't feel like being so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my job to figure out how that makes sense. Um, so will, what, will, will the Baltimore Orioles end up with more wins than the Arizona Diamondbacks? I swear to God. I mean, last year in that final week, they were going neck and neck as to who was get that uh, number one seed. So Stardrew here says 65. So like all right. we're all kind of right there in the center. All right, let, let's um, actually pick the the good teams. This so I have Toronto winning the East at ninety four wins. I've I have Toronto. Tor- Go ahead, Chris. Sorry, I was gonna say I've got Toronto at ninety six, and I have Toronto. And I know this is bold, but if they can stay healthy, I have them at ninety eight. I like it. 90? I mean, I mean, they're on paper. They are incredibly talented. So mm-hmm. it's like I wouldn't be shocked if they won hundred games. It's just 100%. there's so many teams in the AL East that are good. So it's I wrote it down, and I erased it. But I wrote down 103 at first for this team. Ow. Yeah, I wrote Ow, it down man. at first 103 for this team, but then I erased it. And it was like all right, 98. So so Blake, I'll ask you because they're your second favorite team. How many wins did the Yankees end up with? The Yankees. Drum roll. 86 wins. That's my It's not bad. Like, that's I mean, not bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, but at the same time, like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Yankees are going to lose 70 games or anything like that. The only thing is, obviously, you're going to have your workhorse with Cole, okay? And look, look, and, I, and I'm, I'm bold on this, and even though I'm not a Yankee fan, I was high on Joy Gallo, okay, with the shift being gone, you know? I think that that guy's going to do great today. But at the same time, man, injuries are a big thing. And with the momentum that the Red Sox had this offseason and going in and stuff like that and, and the Rays being around, look, I know everybody thinks we're Yankee haters and stuff like that, but I just don't Yankee see this haters. team. I don't see I'm this, a Dodger this hater. Team, if there's any team I this, hate on, it's the Dodgers. This team, regardless what fan you are, this team is not better than the team they had last year, period, at all. They're not better than what they were last year. And so I'm saying that they're going to win 86 games. All right, that's impressive. All right, let's move on to our final division out of all six divisions. The oh, a- hey, I want to write down write down uh, our Rays and uh, Red Sox. I have the Red Sox winning uh, 89 games, and I have the Rays winning 90 games. Hold up. Like you said... For Boston, how many? 80, what did I say? 89 wins. And then then Tampa? And then Tampa, I have them at 93 wins. All right. Yeah, Uh, I don't see. I'm not doing all of them. I'm I'm thinking about this, but uh, Tampa, I'll say say 91 wins. Boston, I'm going to say 80. Oof. Uh, I have a feeling they won't be in your playoffs then. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, but no, moving on to the AL West. Um, this Houston's going to win this division. Um, I, I, I think Seattle has a lot of young talent. I'm excited. They haven't made the playoffs since their record-setting season of 2001. I know that they added Julio Rodriguez to the major league roster today. Um, but uh, Jared uh, Kellick was also on their major league roster last year. And did y'all see what he did? Like he struggled very hard. Like he, he struggled. Like he did not play very well last year. Um, so we'll have to see how uh, he does. Um, let's just see if the angels can get a full healthy season out of uh, Mike Trapp. Yeah, and I, I, the Angels are just an incredibly fascinating team. I mean, on paper, you you look at some of those guys they've signed over the last years, and it's it's the, the, that H word. If they can stay healthy, like that, that's always been something that's killed them. Mike Trout's played like what two hundred and twenty three games in the last three years, which is just crazy for a man of that talent. Just just injuries have just just ran him down. But I mean, there is just so much talent. I mean, you you look at you look at Jared Walsh, you look at Rendon, you look at Otani, you look at Trout. Like there's bats there. It's just the Angels are the Angels. And at the end of the day, pitching just seems to be their Achilles heel and it always has been. And it's like it's it's just gonna be interesting to see what we get out of this Los Angeles uh Angels of Anaheim, of Orange County of Southern California team this year. <laughs> No, I'm yeah. with you guys. I mean, this is the Astros division. Um, you know, getting JV back. I, I didn't getting say that. a lot of our getting a lot of our arms back, basically. Um, you know, we have enough starting pitching that we could even go to a, a five to six man rotation this season. So it's gonna be cool to see our, our young arms stay 
hot throughout the season. Um, I'm really, really interested to see how some of these younger players step up. I think uh, another guy that's going to benefit from the shift not being uh, implemented is Kyle Tucker. And I really think a bold statement right here, and I know I'm a homer saying this, but Kyle Tucker will compete for a batting title this season, if not more, um, with not having to deal with the shift. Uh, Jordan is going to hit a lot of balls out of the park this season, obviously. But the one person that I want to see come back because he was been, he played hurt all last season, literally had surgery the day after the last World Series, is I need Cocky Ox Bregman back this season. Yeah. And I need him to come back. Um, and he has said, you know, his wrist is back. He finally feels 100%. And he did not feel like, even during the pandemic years, he felt like he was at 80% at best for a whole year and a half. So I need Cocky Bregman back this season. But uh, I think my Astros finish with a, a respectable 96 wins this season in this division. 96, huh? I, I, I like that. But, I mean, I, I really do like this Seattle Mariners team. I, I think there's a lot of talent on that team. And, I mean, you know, like we, we've seen them go back and forth. I mean, they were in the playoff race the last day last year. So, it's like this isn't a team that was terrible last year. And they've made some greatest additions. Like getting Winker and getting Eugenio Suarez were, were super – which is great pickups. Uh, they've got a core young nucleus that's very fun to watch. And uh, – I just I feel like the, the the Mariners are a team that's gonna gonna be very competitive all year long. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think really at the end of it, it comes down to the Astros and it comes down to the Mariners. Like it comes down to those two teams, and uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to watch. Um, I think the Rangers spent a lot of money this offseason. Yeah. A lot, just between Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. Um, I think Rangers finish in third. I think they're at exactly 81 wins. I think they finish at 581 in, um, 81 there. Um, I think they might start a little slow, but I think they will get their uh, bearings underneath them and they'll uh, finish strong the last 60 games or so. Um, so the Rangers are definitely a team to keep, uh, keep out for. It's just funny because the Angels have like probably two of the top five best players in all of Major League Baseball. In Mike Trout and Shea Otani, they'll be lucky if they sniff seventy-five wins. I think I think they'll be closer to, to low eighties. Like I, I just I, I think we'll finally get a year with both of those guys healthy day in and day out. But yeah, I, I don't I don't think they sniff the playoffs, unfortunately. And it's just another travesty with another year without Mike Trout in the playoffs. Their starting shortstop is David Fletcher. Like He's been no like he's a second baseman with not the best arm in the world. So um it's gonna be interesting to watch this team play. Um they'll be exciting to watch, just like they were last year with uh Shehei Otani. Like Shehei uh, Otani, I, I believe it was last night. They had a spring training game at Angel Stadium with like forty thousand plus. Dodger and- fans are fighting people. And uh, Shea just hit an absolute moon blast into right center. Like, I feel like that that is his sweet spot. He hit so many in that, like, right center gap. Like, it's like, like they're going to be amazing to watch, but I have Angels 75 wins. Um, and rumor has it, Mike Trout may actually not be playing in center field. Like, they may move him to one of the corner spots. 
Yeah. I think it needs to happen. It's needed to happen for a while with how hard he runs. I mean, this guy's a linebacker playing center field, basically. I think the position demands too much of his body. I, I think slowing down the pace is good for him. See, I'm going a total opposite on this. Uh, I know the the sweetheart of the AL that everybody's riding is the Mariners, and I'm 100% hearing you guys say that they made – acquisitions in the offseason and stuff with the one through nine. But this was the luckiest team in baseball last year. They finished with a minus 51 run differential. Even with what they did in the one through nine, I am not buying it, okay? I'm not buying the Rangers either, but I am very, it, very It does help they got the reigning Cy Young winner 100%, and Robbie Ray. 100%, but he can't pitch on the West Coast, and you know that. So back yes, to what I, I was do. saying. Yes, I did. The Rangers did what the Rangers have always done. They finally were able to step up to the plate and buy players to come to Arlington. Now that sets them up for next season. Okay. I think pitching will be like, Hey, we can come here, you know, now that they have some debt players for long term. Now I, I, I as, as crazy as this sounds, cause you know, we, we bust them on here a lot. I have the angels finishing in second in this division. Okay. I finally feel like this is the year. Um, spotlight is kind of taken off of trout a lot with what show he did had a magical season last year i kind of feel like moving that and getting his mind and mental aspect of the game back on track can help trout now am i saying that he's going to stay healthy all year long no but does it need to happen absolutely um I, i think there's a lot of what ifs on this team obviously you know they went out and got thor you know, they got Sandergaard, okay? Now, we have a lot of questions on how that elbow is going to hold up. But what Thor do we get? Do we get, um, you know, man cave pot belly Thor, you know, or do we get a guy that actually gets right back to what he has been doing in the past when he was playing for the Mets? Now, saying that, we did see a glimmer of it last night when they had the, the, the game with the Dodgers last night, you know. Seeing Shohei and Anthony Rendon hit home runs last night, that's what this Angels team can do. You know, I, I think a lot of people have sold them short this season just because of what's going on. I have it very, very close, okay? But I have the Angels at 85 wins this season. I have Seattle at 83. I have the Rangers at 76. And I have the Athletics at 67. So I was actually just like poking through the schedule and I did not realize the Astros and Mariners last series of the year is July 31st is the last time they play each other. Mm -hmm. Which means that always happens. We always, they play a lot the first three months. It's going to be early. And and, and what I will say is I, I I have a feeling this is going to be a back and forth battle between Houston and between Seattle. And I I am going to pick the Mariners to win the division at 89 games. I'm going to have the Astros at 88 games making the playoffs. So I think it's going to come down to those last couple of weeks. And I, I look at the last two series, the Astros play and, They've got Tampa and Philly. So they, they aren't going to have the walkovers Ooh. like at the end of the season. I mean, they've got Arizona and Baltimore before that. So they've got some walkovers. But I, I think that last yeah. two, that last week of the season Jonathan. is going to be very interesting in the ALS. I'm guessing you're talking about the Angels there with that rotation not being very deep. Uh, yeah. Unless they have someone that just comes out of nowhere from their farm system or they sign someone off the street. I just I see the Angels at seventy five wins. Uh, Chris, who is your Western Division champion? 
and how like many? Like I said, it's 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 the Seattle Mariners, and I have them at eighty nine wins, and I have the Houston Astros at eighty eight wins, making the playoffs. Sounds like that game, that division is won on the final day. Yep. Even or though the it. Mariners, even though the Mariners play the Astros that much, you need to look at the Astros' front half of the schedule. It's cakewalk. I don't think I don't think winning eighty nine games wins this division at all. Yeah, I, I think I think that. I think the Rangers are going to be decent. And I think the Angels will be decent enough where they'll beat each other up enough in the division where the the, the division champ is going to be under ninety wins. All right, we'll have to just wait and see here. Uh, the one team we actually didn't talk about is the fire sale up in Oakland, aka the, the future Las Vegas A's. Yeah, yes, the future Las Vegas Athletics. Just taking a look at their active roster, you're like, who and who and who? Like, I mean, they got Elvis Andrews. He's kind of on the wrong side of 30, though. Um, they did get Christian Pache from uh, the Braves in the Matt Olson deal. Um, I think he has the uh, talent there to, like, he's going to play probably every day unless he's hurt. Uh, Christian Pache, they'll probably place in uh, center. Um, but I see them at 68 wins. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say 61. Whew, wow. But also because I believe the AOS is going to be very strong. So. so then like these teams would just like beat up on the A's basically. Blake, how many wins for the uh, Las Vegas A's? I think his internet's really bad right now. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he would just wasn't moving or. I was like, like, he's just not talking right now. Like he's straight up. Yeah, we got a storm. We got, we got us. We got a storm pulling through. Mm. Oh my! So so what? What? Yeah, how many wins for the A's? Maybe maybe he'll just text us and we'll 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 like we'll... just post in the group chat how many wins for the Oakland Las Vegas. That is game. that is a perfect that was a perfect freeze though. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. He just straight up dropped. I don't know if he kicked it. No, but like you so. really do feel for um A's fans. Like yeah, this is I, going I, to be a tough season yeah. for them. Well, um, what was the, the um what was the thing you shared in the in the group chat a couple days ago that their payroll is the same as it was in like when was mm-hmm. it? Uh, what was that? Nine. Hold up. I, I feel like it was like seventy-two, but I feel like I'm way off. No, 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 no. I think it was. No, I think it was a. It was a ninety. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it again. Oh, I got it. The Oakland oh. are the highest payroll in baseball in 1991. 91. It was 33 million that day. The same number it is today, which is just. Do you yeah, I like? Mean, I really wish I would have looked this up. How many players themselves have a higher salary than the Oakland A's right now? Oh, you know, it's yeah, never good the, when that's a conversation. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw the athletic tweet out like how many people um have a bigger bigger salary than that. William Harold, thanks for stopping by, my man. I appreciate it. As always, yeah. I don't right. think a lot of people know. Like, unless you follow baseball, you're like, oh, the A's are still there. Like I will I will say two very nice things about the A's. One, 
those green home jerseys they have are absolutely beautiful and i will always enjoy seeing them in those and two the the drum the drum section they have in the outfield is one of the coolest things in baseball those are the two nice things i will say about the oakland A's day also that foul territory dear god so much foul territory there in oakland like it's absolutely Absolutely ridiculous. Well, and then when when the when the sewage floods the dugouts, there's more foul yeah. territory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Brandon, who did you pick on the West though? I heard, uh, six, okay. Yeah, okay. I Chris, have dude, your your pick um, is like haunting me, man. Like, yeah. I just I was like I I, I said I was like mm, I don't like it, but you know, I just I, I like what I see in Seattle. Yes, Patrick Gibson. Can you name uh, me? Can you name me their starting pitching rotation? Who for the A's? No, 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 no. I took no. a look at their roster. I'm like, I don't no, know. No, for the for the Mariners, Robbie for Ray. The, yeah, I was like, I was like, you got, you got what, Robbie Ray? It's Robbie got, Ray. It's Robbie Ray. That's it. He's pitching all 162. It's games. Robbie Ray. Like they literally uh, don't even have the depth chart set yet, and that's what I'm saying. Say, like, I, I know they don't team, have the depth chart yet. The team, uh, like you have Robbie Marco Ray, Gonzalez, Logan Gilbert, you have Marco Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Yeah, listen, Gonzalez, you have Marco yeah. Gonzalez, and you have Chris Flex, which was a rookie last year. That's all you have. That's what I'm saying. Look, I love that Seattle is like the Cinderella team that people have fallen in love with, but they, the the pitching is they're they're like the the Twins at this point. They don't have pitching. I was I was impressed by Seattle like the last six weeks. So that's why I'm like, I feel like they gain some confidence. They're going to use that uh, momentum. They, they find ways to win the game. Yes. Um, I, I think Ty France, former Padre, by the way, is going to have a very good season. Yeah. Nelson Cruz is on the Washington National, sorry, Drew. Um, Which no, shocked us all. <laughs> right? I, I, I really don't understand it there. So, so Blake, um, I, I would like to say, too, like, I, I – I do have the Astros beating the Mariners in the playoffs Just because they're not winning the division. Doesn't mean they're not sure. beating them when it matters. I would like to clarify that. Uh, Blake, we never got it. How many wins for the A's? 67. 67. Got it. He's like 40. <laughs> 40. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our playoff uh, predictions. I have Toronto. Houston, Chicago, Tampa, Seattle, and Boston with Toronto winning the AL. Yeah, I've got I've got the Blue Jays and White Sox getting the buys, the Mariners, the Twins, the Rays, the Astros, and I have the Blue Jays winning the American League. Can you say that slowly? <laughs> I have the White Sox, Blue Jays, and Mariners winning their divisions. Okay. I have the Twins, Rays, and Astros with the wild card spots. Okay, and you said Tampa? No, uh, I s- Toronto. I said Toronto, our, our great neighbors of the north, the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, and Blake, yours, and slowly, if you could, so I can type it in. So, Toronto division in the east, White Sox division in the central, Astros division in the west, Okay, and then the wild card teams are the Rays. Or yeah, the Rays, the Red Sox, 
One more. <laughs> and the Angels. Angels. Ooh, wow. Like like and who it. is your league winner? AL championship game is Toronto versus the Astros. And it's yeah. the Astros. Six years in a row, baby. Let's go. Six times. Six times. I six don't time. even know why I had to ask. I was about to say, how do you not pick your boys? I mean, I didn't pick mine, but that's because mine are so Look, bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this Toronto team and, like, yeah. how I fell in love with the White Sox being my kind of, like, second team that I liked to watch. I feel like that's obviously going to be the Toronto Blue Jays this season. That's going to be the first game that I go to on the 23rd. It's the first Saturday game against the Astros. I'm really looking forward to seeing that team come to town. It's going to be really cool to watch this team play this season and a a lot of the talent in the AL I really feel like we are going to be talking about a lot of these middle of the pack AL teams making a run literally this year the way that we felt about Seattle this season is the way that we're going to feel about a lot of these AL teams agreed All right. Uh, so something that we will also be doing every week at the end of each episode everyone is we'll do a series of the week to look forward to now this first week series don't start till uh thursday so we just have the weekend series here um and did we agree upon texas and toronto is that what we the general consensus was was we we can all pick one too yeah and and again i was thinking that like we each all can have our own series that we kind of are looking forward to um, mine is Texas versus uh, Toronto. I, I'm very excited to see what this middle of the diamond looks like for that they bought. Spent a lot of money over there in Texas with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon set, I believe it was a major league record for most home runs by a second baseman last year. So I'm very interested to see how he does uh, continue. William. Uh, me and Chris are on that train there. No, me and Blake. Sorry, me and Blake uh, are on that train there with you. We're very excited to see how uh, Detroit does. Chris still believes in uh, the Twins for some weird reason. I don't know why. Um, so, so, but no, so, very, very excited to watch that series there. Uh, Chris, what is your series of the week? So I was going through, and I, I know which ones you guys picked. So one that really stood out to me that I think is going to be very interesting to watch is the Marlins and the Giants, because those are two teams. I mean, the Giants, we, we know we talked about, they're coming off a playoff run over a hundred wins. They're looking to see what we're going to get from them this year. But I know we all kind of talked about the Marlins as one of those teams that, that even though we don't think they're going to blow anyone out of the water and win the division, they could still be very competitive. So I'm very interested to see what we get from that Miami team in the first series. Blake, your series of the week? Astros Angels. I mean, that's as good as you get. You got Shohei. You got Shohei starting, you know, against Fromber Valdez. And then you got the return of JV. I mean, that right there, you're going to see Trout. You're going to see Rondon play before they get hurt. And then it's it's Astros baseball as well, too. You know, that one through nine, even though losing Correa, you know, a lot of people forget that Correa was batting seventh in this lineup. So these guys can still rake, and I, I think that's going to be the series to watch this week, and it's not just because I'm a homer. It's just because there's a lot of talent playing in that series right there. One quick question. How many games does Mike Trout play this year? 120. Okay. I, I say I, I, 
I say one forty. I, I think I think this is the year we finally get at least a lot of trout. I will say this more than Tatis. Yeah, I I will say this. If Trout plays 120 or 140, I feel like that would be a success for him this season. 100%. If he plays 140, I think they get that final wild card spot. Yes, that's what I'm banking on. I know it's a huge game. Especially if they both play that much with – because this team can go very far with Trout and Otani. If they both play, like, I think between 120 and 140 – yeah. I think they can go very, very far because yeah. they still have a decent Anthony Rendon has kind of he fell off a little bit last year. So we'll have to see how um, he does. Um, but their real only starting pitcher that I don't think there's any question on is Otani. Uh, Syndergaard, I, I'm hoping we get the Thor from a couple years ago that was one of the most dominant pitchers in all of baseball. Yes, William Harold, that is true. Also, we will be streaming that on this channel. There may be times where I'm just playing oh, myself. Have you not been playing since Friday? <laughs> no, I haven't because I pre-ordered the wrong freaking edition. It's been very um, enjoyable. So yeah, we'll probably I'll probably stream that on the channel ever so often. Maybe there'll be times where I'm playing Chris. I'm trying to figure out to see if there's a way where we can both be on camera for that. Uh, there's just some things I well, have to I, I have a PlayStation camera, so it's like I, we can talk. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. can sidebar later. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll definitely uh, figure this out, but that, uh, that'll be fun. Um, we will be streaming a lot more stuff for games on the channel. Uh, there's a new game coming out, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, that I will be live streaming my entire first time playthrough um, in about 60 minutes. So that will be fun. I'll probably stream every so often me playing some baseball. We got this baseball podcast. We have our main uh, show on the channel. Uh, weekly breakdowns with me, Buck, and my friend Jeff. Uh, talking that Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern. We got this show Mondays at 10 Eastern. It's going to be a fun season. I'm very excited uh, just for the season to start. I'm just grateful we're getting a full 162. Um, it's going to be very fun. Uh, Chris is going to be on edge probably till about June fifteenth. Because uh, well, I'll be, be on ed- I'll be on edge every day. I feel I feel like it's 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 just the first month of the season. My 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 butt will be clinched for sure. So uh, it'll be very fun. Uh, if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our future uh, content on the channel. It's going to be fun. Uh, make sure to follow all of our our uh, our Twitter accounts, which are in the description box below. Um, we may uh, be doing a Twitter Spaces Thursday night. Um, talk to Chris about this. We may do it after the final games are done there. Just give a quick uh, recap of, of what we thought of uh, day one there. Um, so it's going to be fun there. Um, don't miss it. That's why you need to go ahead and follow us on our personal socials there on Twitter so you can uh, be notified when we do host those Twitter spaces. It's going to be fun. Subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Comment. Um, it's going to be a very fun season. We'll see you all next time.